everybody this is Vinny Bucci aka the Booch and welcome to the Booch cast and this week I am very excited to be back on the show because what we're gonna do right now here on the Booch cast uh, last week we debuted a new segment um, which is something we always try to do on the Booch cast try to make things uh, a little bit more interesting and what we did was we're reviewing classic wrestling pay-per-views now when we say classic we don't just mean like you know 80s and, and, sh- and the sh- 90s and shit like that we're talking about you know pretty much anything that's not like in the to that like last like four or five something years you know or, you know something like that we try to have like a cutoff point to what we, we consider to be classic 
because obviously there's some pay-per-views that have, like we're not gonna do a classic pay-per-view and say this is from 20, 2016 like we're not gonna do that that's like three years ago right? that's not a fucking classic so we I think we said the actual cutoff was what 2010 I think yeah I think 2010 was the cutoff yeah 2010 is the cutoff so we're reviewing some you know classic pay-per-views here last week we did uh WCW Uncensored 96 that was a Gators pick. Then we got to do my pick, um, which I chose WCW Fall Brawl 1995 was my pick. And that's what we're going to do today here on the Boochcast. And, but uh, before we do that, a, a quick message from your Uncle Gator. Children, sometimes in life, when life gives you lemons, you throw that shit in other kids' faces. Like it's okay to look at the black kid and go, hey, you can't be in, in the front of this bus. You need to be in the back. You know what? I, I've already given up. I'm done. Like, just whatever y'all want to do. I don't care anymore. I'm not fighting this. So... If, if their skin is tan, they're Mexican. Tell them. Yeah, tell them. Get your ass kicked. I'm not paying for the law. I'm not paying the lawyer fees. Gator can do that. All right? No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Nice. Following... Hang on to TSA, man. Has, has, has come in here. The following is a public service announcement. Here's Gator. Yes, yes. Uh, public, don't be served. Thank you. Okay, so... <laughs> on that awkward note, what we're going to do right now is we're going to go into Fall Brawl 95. We're going to just stick our dicks into these without any consent. Pretty much. And um, so what we got here um, is, you know, there was a few classic matches here. Um, the main event was, of course, um, the my favorite War Games match of all time which was the Hulkamaniacs versus the Dungeon of Doom, because I loved it because we had Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Lex Luger, and Sting, which to me was the dream team of WCW, four major cornerstones in the history of WCW, and that's what I enjoyed about the most. And then, of course, Dungeon of Doom at the time had Kamala, Zodiac, The Shark, Mang, with Kevin Sullivan in their corner. And, if, and basically, if they won, Hogan got five minutes with Kevin Sullivan inside the double cage bring down, and I got some thoughts on it, but since this is, since Gator's the one, as I said before, came up with this idea, I'm going to turn it over to him and he can review and give his thoughts on this. Now, how this is going to work is we look at it from two different perspectives. The fan perspective when we were kids watching it and the Okay, which is the Vinny perspective, and then they've got the Gator perspective, which is going to be the business perspective. Yes, because this is, is, is that obviously Gator and I both work in the wrestling business. Gator has a history of being a ring announcer. He's been a he started off as a ring announcer and a commentator, became a manager, and wrestled a little bit himself from time to time. I, of course, have gone through the commentary as well as the um, you know ring announcing, which I recently got upgraded to. So we both know a thing or two about the wrestling business that have worked inside it. So we're going to look at it from each of those perspectives. So Gator, take it away. Okay. Hello, children. This is your Uncle Gator speaking. Okay. We're going to start off the show. If I can get my fucking phone to work. <laughs> we're going to start off the show. with, And I'm not talking about pre-show because fuck pre-show. Um, yeah, it wasn't even on the pay-per-view when we watched it. So no. Yeah, fuck no. pre-show. Fuck, fuck, fuck pre- pre-show. Pre-show never counts. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Um, anyway, we open up with an amazing opening contest between Johnny B. Bad, Mark Merrill, and Brian Pillman, the late great. Uh, this match was fucking amazing. I mean, fucking amazing. Like, really good, okay? 
They they tell a story. They make things actually work. And Johnny B. Bad defeats Brian Pillman. Then we move into Craig Pittman and the Cobra in a one minute twenty two second match of bullshit. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It sucked. Then we move on to Diamond Dallas Page uh, taking on the Renegade, who who is the WCW World Television Champion at the time. So yay, knockoff bullshit gimmicks. <laughs> Right? Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so this was um this was one of those instances where Vinny was like last week Vinny was talking about the whole uh DDP's diamond mind and all that. Yeah, the diamond dolls, the diamond yeah, stuff. Yeah, this is this is basically that. Yeah, yeah, DDP's still in that you know gimmick and everything, and you know it, it worked pretty well. And the Renegade, of course, was their attempt at doing a knockoff of the Ultimate Warrior. It was the shitty. It was very much the shitty. <laughs> Yes, I, I agree. It was it was bad the shitty. Like it wasn't like the shitty, it was bad the shitty. Oh yeah. It was really the shitty. Really the shitty. Yeah, like like it was like their their knockoff version. And it wasn't even like it was a good knockoff version, it was just a knockoff version. Yes. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. It was like, what the fuck are y'all freaking thinking here, people? <laughs> No, I mean, Mr. Bidrelli, let's, let's be honest, okay? You want to be honest a minute? Sure. Okay? Let's be honest, okay? What the fuck were they thinking? I haven't the slightest clue. Neither do I. And I'm going to tell you something. It won't just freaking WCW that did this, because WWE did it too, trying to steal from one another. Yeah, doing the Huckster and Gilbert and the Nacho Man, the fake Razor and the fake Diesel. Children, it just was not a good situation. Yeah. It was not good. It was not. It was not. I did, ain't it aggravating this fuck when you're trying to do something? Yeah. And, and you just, you got somebody else trying to steal it just like on the indies? Oh, yeah, it's it's horrendous when people do Is that. Is it even on the indies we see that shit? Oh, yeah, you see it all the time. Uh, <laughs> Paulie. Um. <laughs> woo me, just don't boo me. I swear to God, he doesn't do that, does he? He does that. Uh, yes. I'm done. I'm walking away now. He says, woo me, just don't boo me, and then the I'm crowd boos him. Goodbye. <laughs> Let me make it clear. I am the real nature boy. Yep, I'm done. And then he called me Jim Ross and patted me on the head. I'm on fucking strike. What? I'm on fucking strike. You can't go on strike. We got three more matches to cover. I'm on fucking strike. Why? He said... He said... He said... He said... Woo me, don't boo me. Yeah, because he's a heel. So he knows the crowd will boo if he does that. He's trying to get his heat. You mother. You do know he got the blessing from Ric Flair to do this, right? Shut up, Vinny. <laughs> what the fuck, children? Oh, God. This is Jesus gone. fucking Christ. <laughs> this has gone off the rails. What the fuck kind of shit? Oh, hello, people. My name is Gator Ricky Rock, the real macho man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, children. My name's Gator Ricky Ross. That was a goddamn slobber knocker. Good old R.R. <laughs> hello, children. I'm Gator the King fucking Lawler. <laughs> Look, puppies. <laughs> Hello, children. This is Gator Stone Cold Ricky Ross. 
Live and in person, right here. Give me my damn Mountain Dew. Where's my Mountain Dew? Fucking shooting birds and drinking titties. Hello, children. Can you smell what the gator's cooking? Hello, children. It's me, the ninth wonder of the world. Geisha. <laughs> Because China was already taken. <laughs> Hello, children, it's me, Gator the Giant. <laughs> Hello, children, it's me, the heartbreak motherfucker, Gator Ricky Ross. What the fuck kind of shit? Oh, God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Jesus freaking Christ. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Hello, it's me, Gator the Clown. Gator the Clown. I'm sorry, Doink. That hurt. <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. What okay. the hell kind of shit? All hail, King Gator. <laughs> okay. 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 Peasants. I think you made your points. Fucking. Gator, you made your point. Okay. What the fuck kind of shit? <laughs> okay. Oh, hello. It's me. The Disciple of Darkness, Dater Ricky Ross. Oh, the dead bitch. Okay. okay. The master of the ministry. Oh, God. With my friend, the blue meanie. Okay, okay. The ministry. Okay, the ministry, we got it. All right, okay. Jesus. Okay, Gator. Okay, Gator. Hello, mate. I'm Gator R. Booker G. Oh, God. All right, okay. We got it. I'm fucking pissed. All right, I got it. Can we get, okay. I, I see that you're pissed. Can we move on to the next? Can we get? Can no, we... I'm not done yet. What do you mean you're not done yet? How many? What? No. Woo! I'm staying. I'm sorry. That ain't correct. I'm staying. <laughs> I think you mean stung. Fuck you. Don't be correct in my damn literacy. Okay. Are we done? My 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 my, my remembrance. Okay. Are we done? No. Okay. Hello, children. It's a shiny day, and think about the clouds away. Hello, my name is Gator Sonny Ross. Oh, God. Look, there's Shawn Michaels. I'm a fucking, fucking, fucking... God. Hey, are you a 19-year-old from Virginia? You want some pussy? Come on over here. <laughs> is your name Dolph Ziggler? Oh, you get some, too. <laughs> Since we're just stealing goddamn gimmicks. Okay. 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 We're gonna get heat. Um. Oh, I know. I know. Go ahead and do the disclaimer. The following <laughs> views that are expressed here are 100% belong to Gator Ricky Ross and do not reflect those of the Bootscast or its affiliates. I just, I just don't like that on the Indies. The guys do that. I, I know. I just went on a tangent in a rant. Yeah. Can't you just come up with something different? I mean, even if it's a variation of something, just. Be creative. Granted, my last name is Ross, but still, I ain't no relation to Jim Ross. Okay. No relation. No relation. No good old GR. Okay, good old GR. Uh, can we can we get back to fall brawl? Yeah, I'm sorry. That was a fucking slobber knocker. My bad. Okay. Um, <sighs> I was pissed. I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, where were we? Oh, <laughs> we we. We just finished talking about the Renegade. Now we're on Harlem Heat. Yeah, the Renegade. Anyway, <laughs> Harlem Heat. They defeat Bunkhouse Buck and Dick Slater. Yay. <laughs> World title. Tag team shit. Moving on. Arn Anderson and Ric Flair. That was a classic. 
22-minute match. Very good. Well done, storytelling. It's actually a match I would recommend to your friend. If your friend is not a fan of wrestling, wake and watch that. Um, and then we end with the f- fucking Hulkamaniacs beating the Dungeon of Doom. Woo! I'm sorry. Boo me. Don't boo me. Um, in a War Games match for 20 fucking minutes. Take it away, Mr. Bujarelli. Yeah. Um, well, like I said before, I loved the Hulkamaniacs Dungeon of Doom match. And I liked the way that they structured who was going in at what time. Like, they had Sting going first, which I thought was great. Because he was, like, one of the huge fan favorites at the time. Then they had Randy Savage go in. Then Lex Luger went in. Then they had the moment where Luger and Savage had a brief little scuffle. And Hogan's out there wondering what's going on. And I love the fact that when Hogan came in, he had that, like, napalm, like, dust that he's, like, throwing in their faces and doing all this crazy shit. I liked it. I thought it was genius because it's war games. They got war paint on. And here's... And while we're on the subject of this, I'll talk about this right now. Oh, speaking of subjects, hello, my name is Gator Stryker, former history teacher. So go ahead, Mr. Bushrelli, let's choose some history. Yeah, we are talking history. So, with um, the War Games match, this is the thing. War Games is obviously something that WWE has brought back. And for the most part, I enjoy it. But, I have some complaints. And... Do you, Mr. Majority? Yes, I do. I wonder what they are. First of all, there's no lid on top of the cage. You got a big problem with that. Major problem with that. The fact that you have to have a gimmick that says, if you escape the cage, your team forfeits the match. That's just gay. Just put a lid on top of the cage. Really, Mr. Bojarelli? Yes, really. So, just put a lid on top of the cage, and no one's allowed to fucking get out. Lock, padlock the motherfucker once everybody gets in. Then, really, Mr. Yes, Gator. Really. So... No, no, I'm fucking feeling yeah, so, anyway, so, so that's the one big concern I'm I have. I'm fucking fuming right now. The other concern that I have... That's not even Gator, holy shit. Okay, so, my biggest, other, bigger issue at War Games is the fact that, the fact that it ends in a pinfall. That, to me, kills the whole meaning of the War Games. It's supposed to be submission or surrender. That's what a war is. You surrender in a war. You make really someone give up. Yes, Gator, you really do. No, there's never been a war that has ended in a pinfall. You do not count a pinfall. You record a submission. That is how you end a War Games match. Always, always, always. So, my, those are my biggest gripes about War Now, they used to do a thing. They changed one of the things that bothered me in the beginning. Was the fact that they would let an entire team at one time into the cage. I hated that. They have since rectified that situation. They've now made it to where it's one at a time. There's a coin toss and a man advantage. So, they've changed that part. And they've made it to where it's not. It's It can be now. Now, having more than... Two, two teams in a war games, I can understand that. Because when the NWO was formed, they had a WCW and an NWO, then an NWO Wolfpack at one point, and all that shit. I know some people are going to go, well, Vinny, in 1998, they had a pinfall. Yeah, and it was fucking stupid then, too. So, and you notice, it was I think it was one of the last war games they did, was that one. Um, it was ridiculous. So, I like the fact this was an old school war games match with old school mentality that fucking worked. And you had guys who knew what the fuck they were doing. You had Zodiac, who was another gimmick of Brutus the Barber Beefcase I mentioned last week. You had the shark, who was fucking... Yes. You also had... The a sh- gimmick that was his own thing. That was creative. That was done well. 
Not somebody else's shit! No, Gator, it was not somebody else's shit. Then you had the shark, who we all knew as Earthquake. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Boo me, don't boo me. Yes. And then there was Mang, who's always been Mang. And then, of course, Kevin Sullivan comes out. Then, of course, the giant, you know, comes out to beat up Hogan after that. So, I loved the War Games match. It was my favorite. It's still, to this day, my favorite of all time. Yes, it is. As far as Johnny B. Bad and Brian Pillman, I agree wholeheartedly. That was a solid match. I mean... Yes! Yes, it was! I mean... You know, it, it Jesus Christ. As far as a, ma- a wrestling match goes, it's great. So it's great for wrestling. It was as far as like you know, entertain. As far as like entertainment, it was it was okay. But as far as actual wrestling goes, great way to open. Uh, Craig Pittman and the Cobra. I had forgotten who the fuck they even were, and I'm glad it was only a minute and 22 seconds because if it was any longer, it would have drove the audience insane. Um, you mean like I'm going now? Exactly how you're going now. Max Muscle, don't know too much about him, but I was glad that Diamond Dallas Page was able to get the World Television Championship. I, you know, it was definitely, you know, this was definitely a big moment for DDP in the 90s. He was trying to, you know, work his way up the ranks and work his way up the ladder because he hadn't, he hadn't become the big star yet. He was on the cusp. So, homegrown talent, right, Mr. Bucciarelli? Yep, Diamond Dallas Page, homegrown talent. You know, Motherfucker. You know, if you don't count his time in the AWA, but he was a manager, so he didn't wrestle in AWA. He just wrestled in WCW. So really, he, Mr. Woods, really? Yes, I'm really. sorry. I just found out that my fucking uncle uh, has given me a lot of money, and he just died uh, suddenly about two minutes ago. So my name is now Diamond Dallas Gator Ricky fucking Ross. So you have a benefactor? <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. yes, I do. All right. And then, of course, Harlem Heat, Bunkhouse Buck, and Dick Slater. I knew a little bit about these guys. The only, I mean, obviously, I've seen a lot more of Dick Slater while watching the classic wrestling. Really? Yeah. Bunkhouse Buck, I do not remember this guy at all. I know. You know what he's known for? What? Getting thrown the fuck out of there with the gold dust when they bladed on a spot they weren't supposed to blade on. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was a King of the Road match. King of the Road? King of the... They wrestled in the back of a fucking semi. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah, long story. Oh, yeah, but of course, um, Harlem Heat uh, winning the tag team titles, you know, always great because they were fantastic tag team Hall of Famers. And R. Anderson and Ric Flair, yes, they were. I'm going to be honest, I was shocked that R. Anderson and Ric Flair had a good match. Because I, ex- I, I And here's why I was shocked. I expected there to be some kind of fuckery. Did you miss the Bucciarelli? Yes. Uh, and what I mean by fuckery is not uh, interference, because obviously it was interference. But I thought maybe it was going to be something where, towards the end, somebody was going to come out to help Arn Anderson, and then Arn was going to turn on that person, and him and Flair were going to hug, and they were going to be buddies and pals again, because that's what the horseman does. They pretend to hate each other, and then they just stomp the hell out of the guy. Hello, JJ Gator Ricky Ross here. And, um, yes, I agree. Horseman, fuck him. Yay. So, the fact that Arn Anderson got the win over Ric Flair to me is what makes that memorable. The fact that it was a match yep. mm-hmm. and that Arn Anderson fucking won. I'm not, and I'm not, look, I'm not shitting on, on wrestling because wrestling is all about evolution, okay? It's all about keeping moving and doing great things and always reinventing things that have been done before but don't just outright steal the shit. Yes, I, I agree. So, I like that. The Arn Anderson got the victory. and I'm sorry. Boo me, don't boo me, bitches. Yes, we're, we're, we're not going to boo you. Don't worry. But, uh, Jesus I, Christ. But I will say, um, overall, I enjoyed WCW 
Fall Brawl. I know Gator said it was the shitty, but to me, it was a great show. And like I said, I highly recommend this War Games match. It's my favorite of all time. And I have said that. What? It was one of the better matches on the card. Yes, it was. And of course, I've spoken to Lex Luger and Sting and told them that personally that this was their my favorite. Oh God! I, if Randy Savage was still alive and we could talk to him on the on the, uh, I'm gonna interview him. I would love to tell him. And if we ever yeah. get a chance to interview Hogan someday, I would love to talk to him. But yeah, have, that's great. It's just wonderful. Yep. I have mentally just had a breakdown. <laughs> no, no, I mentally just had a goddamn breakdown. Okay. And oh, then, God. And then, of course, um, uh, and then, of course, also, originally, Vader was supposed to be part of the War Games, but he left the promotion a week prior to the event. I need weed. We'll, we'll get you some weed. And then Lex Luger ended up being the replacement, and to me, that was, like, perfect. Because I remember... Uh, Sting saying in a promo prior to this, like, you know, this is the team. I vote Luger in. And Savage didn't want him in because he didn't trust Lex Luger. And Hogan was kind of conflicted but was willing to give him the chance to prove himself. And overall, it ended up being a great War Games match in the end. And Luger proved his loyalty, even though him and Savage had a bit of a scuffle. So I definitely recommend uh, Fall Brawl War Games. As I said before, check out the Hulkamaniacs versus Dungeon of Doom. Best War Games match of all time. Yes, it's very good. Yes. And that, ladies and gentlemen, will conclude our review of Fall Brawl 95. I want to thank Gator Ricky Ross for joining me this week here on the Boochcast. And uh, make sure you guys continue to follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there or become a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash theboochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at theboochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Also, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out all our great YouTube content from Boochcast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring, to our archived watch parties, our D&D one-shot, funny skits, holiday videos. Check out everything we got there. And, of course, hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when the new content comes out. We got some new episodes of Dark Side of the Ring coming soon that have already been filmed. We just need to edit them. And we got about a few more episodes we need to record before we'll start pumping that content out to you guys. And, of course, make sure you guys follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, April 2nd and Sunday, April 3rd for nights 1 and 2 of WrestleMania 38. Now, of course, we won't be streaming the whole entire time. We're only going to be streaming night 1 from beginning to end, then we're going to stop, and then we'll start from night 2 beginning to end, and then we'll stop. So I just want to verify that for everybody out there. It's not going to be one continuous stream the whole day from Saturday all the way to Sunday. It's going to be basically four, four to five hours on Saturday, four to five hours on Sunday for the WrestleMania 38 watch party. Join us on Twitch. Also, we got our D&D show coming out this year. Uh, I've spoken to John. He's definitely ready to uh, get that baby going soon. So we're going to be 
in talks with him over the next few months, just trying to get everything organized and ready to go. Because uh, we got some big surprises coming to the D&D show. We just got to get everything organized. We'll have it out there for you. And of course, we got some gaming coming to the channel soon. Elvis is going to be doing his fair share of uh, gaming on the channel. And I got a special gaming thing that I'm going to be starting soon. But uh, I'll wait till I get all the details before I reveal that. So make sure you follow us on Twitch to know when we're going live. And of course, you can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. Now, we have three different levels you can donate at, all with prices coming soon. The first level you can donate at is for 99 cents per month. Now, this level is for fans who want to support the Boochcast but have a lot of bills to pay. We know there's a lot of hardworking men and women out there and uh, some of you guys don't have a lot of money to throw around because you're either uh, paying your bills or feeding your family. So if you want to support the show but can't break the bank because the last thing we would ever ask our fans to do is sacrifice their payments or their livelihoods to support the show. But if you want to throw something at us, you can go to the 99 cents per month. It's a little bit of money. You ain't going to miss it. And uh, it'll definitely help us out a great deal. Uh, you can also go to the second level and donate if you got some extra spending cash to throw around for $4.99 per month. That's right. The same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. Then, of course, we have the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. That's right. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. I know ever since they sold it to the Peacock, you guys have had nowhere to put that $9.99. So take that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content in the network. And unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans and are all about giving the people what they want. And the best part is all the money that we raise monthly for this show, it all goes back into the show in some capacity. So you know exactly where your money's going. We use this money to upgrade our equipment, bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work really hard on and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and you think they deserve to be paid for their hard work, well, anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And if there's any money left over, when that's all said and done, we use the rest of the money to feed Zach ramen noodles and try to get him laid. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Boochcast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, baby! Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again. <laughs>